How can I have a healthy self-esteem and have Bittal at the same time? Wow. That's a great question. <clears throat> you know, when I was younger, I had the same question as well. You know, in yeshiva, I wasn't that good in math, but one thing I knew for sure, Bittal equals Shmata, which means that in order to have Bittal, you are, you are a nobody, you're a nothing. And I think that's a very big misconception, unfortunately. And let, let's, let's, let's bring in some uh, ideas. Maishu Rabbeinu was the greatest leader ever in the Jewish, for the Jewish people. And he was also known to be, Torah says that he was the most humble person ever. So how does that work? So with the old idea of Bittel, it doesn't work, right? You know, because that just, it means that Maishu was being naive. But the real way of what Bittal means is that Moshe Rabbeinu, he was told to go take the Yidin out. He went to Parai. He confronted him, brought the ten plagues, took the Jews out of Egypt, split the sea, went to Harsinai, gave the Jews the Torah. Even when the Jews sinned with the golden calf, he spoke back to Hashem and he says, if you're going to wipe out the Jews, then take me out as well. So we see Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't naive and he knew who he was. So what made him so humble? What gave him that healthy sense of bittal? Is that it says that he said, whatever I have, if Hashem would have given the ability to someone else, they would have done as good, if not, better job than me. And that's the idea, really, a healthy idea of what bittal is, right? Humility, um, or there are many other words that you can use if you relate to that. I'll, I'll give you another idea. Who was the first king from the lineage of the Jewish people before they became a nation? It was Yosef. Yosef at Tzadik was the first king. Then there was Yehuda. But ultimately we say that it's going to be the line of Yehuda that's going to have kingship forever. So what does that mean? Yosef at Tzadik, his whole entire persona and personality was that I need to make a difference in the world because I'm here. And Hashem has given me abilities, gifts, and talents. I need to do it. I'm going to be a king. My brothers are going to bow to me. These are facts. I need to take care of it. And the brothers had a hard time with that because he was, that's not being humble. He was very full of himself. But ultimately, we see that he went and went by him doing his part. He saved the worlds. Then ultimately comes Yehuda. And I give Yehuda, right? He's Haida, nullification that, you know, and, and praise that he was able to finally be able to say that really everything that I am is from Hashem and it's not of my own doing. The poor person who comes to you and says, listen, I know you're doing a big fundraising campaign. Take everything I have. Take my shmatas, take my shopping cart, take my tent, take it all. Now it's really noble of him, but he's not really giving you much for what you need. doesn't have anything. But if the rich man comes and says, hey, take everything I have, you know, that is a tremendous, uh, you know, that's tremendous because he's actually giving you a lot. So Hashem says, first of all, if you're not sure if you have any gifts or don't have any gifts, pardon my grabkite. But who the hell are you to say, who the hell are you? You're a God-given gift to the world. Hashem gave you tremendous abilities, tremendous powers. And if we can acknowledge that, 
right? If, if you can acknowledge this, then Hashem has given it to you, and now it's your job to cultivate these and do your part in the world. You'll have a healthy self-esteem, along with a beautiful dose of bitter. Thank you.